Hey there, guys. How are you doing today? Thank you for joining the Pink Cloud Nine podcast. You are not going to believe the amazing, the beautiful Francesca Emerson is here with her book, The Chocolate Bunny. Hi, Francesca. How are you? Oh, Catherine, I'm, I'm absolutely fabulous. I am here in Sydney, Australia, and it's so good to be talking to you. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Uh, That's great. Um, We were supposed to have this conversation months ago, but then I felt ill, wasn't feeling well, and I'm so glad that we were finally able to connect, and I appreciate you being so patient and uh, being there, uh, you know, uh, for me through it, to be honest, because you were waiting, and I was like, oh, I can't wait to feel better, and then when I did, here we are. Hello. Here we are. (laughs) Good. Done. Yeah, so we're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. We're doing it. It's a, it's a yeah. long time coming. So, yeah. cool deal. So, tell us about the chocolate bunny. Okay. Well, it's it's a memoir. It's just about mm-hmm. my. Well, it's actually the first uh, first half of my life because I'm writing now in the second half. Mm-hmm. And it all really started with my friends. I would tell them all of these funny stories, and they said, "God, you should write a book. You should mm-hmm. write a book." And I said, "Oh, who cares about a book? You know, <laughs> who wants to read about me?" And then I went in to do, have my DNA done and found out that I was from Cameroon and I realized I didn't know much about my family's ancestry. So um, I decided I was going to write this book for my children. Uh, this was going to be my legacy for them so that they would know. Well, my son already knows he has a crazy mother. <laughs> and my grandchildren and my great-grandchildren and so i've actually done something that most people my age has not done it because i'll be 80 in january to write a book and have it published and so uh the book really starts from the time i was five years old and will and it the first half of it ends in 1985 at the academy awards uh, so, but it's, you know, it's a, sort of like a tell-all mm-hmm. book, and as one of my very dear and closest friends said to me, well, you're not famous enough to tell it all. And I thought, what has that got to do with anything? It's, I'm telling my story, whether mm-hmm. I'm famous or not, you know? Yeah. So, uh, I just hope that women, particularly women my age, will walk away from, when they read this book with the fact that there is nothing they cannot do that right. you are never too old yes. to learn something new right. and right. i and that's my motto every day i'm trying to uh put new and fabulous things in in my life and so the book really is about me about my journey yeah. uh and my survival mm-hmm. and what i and my accomplishments absolutely Good deal. Can you tell us uh, one quick uh, chocolate bite of the of a story that's in the memoir, just to kind of get us hooked into oh, just so a tell nugget? You, read you something you're saying, or what? You can totally read something to us, or you can well, just tell you. just yeah. tell us. You know. Okay. Just tell. Well, one of my favorite stories is okay. in the book is about uh it's called the woman in red it's a story about omar sharif having dinner at our house and Mm -hmm. 
he was telling us this story about this woman. Because I always like to say, have you ever been stalked? Well, this woman would follow him around the world to whatever set he was on. Mm -hmm. And so that is one of the stories that I think is really quite interesting because we think of, well, he's gone now, but Omar Sharif as this beautiful, sexy man that women were all after him. And he was really, I said, have you ever met this woman? He said, no, he was afraid to, Mm -hmm. that if he had made a physical uh, contact with her, it would spoil the image. (laughs) So, uh, so Omar Sharif, Woman in Red is one of my, one of my stories. Okay, good. See, so that sounds like something that I would, uh, (laughs) <laughs> Definitely, you know, get into. Um, what uh, year was it published? It was published this year on my 79th birthday. Oh. That's why I'm saying that January 15th, 1941. And I'll be, um, uh, well, actually, it was published in uh, 2020. So I was 79 years old. So I was so thrilled about that that two things happened that I turned 79 and I had my first book published. Wow. And so it's almost a year now. It'll be out there almost a year. Yeah, and it's so true that um, no matter what age a person gets, um, you can, you know, live for any dream, have a dream, and that's really important to get out there. Um, About how many pages is the the Chocolate Bunny? Oh, the book is about 215, 20 pages, um, uh, 216, 17 pages, 217 pages so that's Perfect. just part one <laughs> yeah so yeah. but it's it's a i think it's a good read from some of my friends have told me particularly interesting enough uh my men friends have really liked the book you know uh my husband has been uh my best uh best provider for people you know he's always putting it out there yeah, uh, some of my women friends, maybe not so much, and particularly people who I've known for a long time, sure. because it's probably they think they know my story better than I know it. So <laughs> it's not how they how <laughs> how, how they see it. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, and I think the thing is, and I like to say this, that all of us have a story to tell to tell, and so. But and it's but it's not easy. It's not easy to sit down and write, uh, you know, eighty-five thousand words. Right. But but uh, but but it can be done. You know, mm-hmm. it's um, and and again talking because this book is really geared towards women fifty plus because my generation had a hard time coming up, particularly as a black woman. Okay. So there were a lot of obstacles put into uh, my path, and so. Mm-hmm. And the chocolate bunny, the reason why it was called the chocolate bunny, because that's when I uh, had my first job at Playboy in New York City. And when I went into the interview with uh, uh, Hugh Hefner's brother, Keith Hefner, Mm. I said to him, "Uh, I'm your chocolate bunny. (laughs) And so uh, that sort of of stuck. But uh, I do know that um, I was... I had no fear about things. I just jumped into stuff, whether it was a relationship or whether it was a new business or whether whatever it was, I just, just did it. Mm-hmm. And so as I am getting up there in age, I would like to say that I know that we as women need to embrace our beauty, our age, our wrinkles, our fat, whatever, that we shouldn't allow 
other people to dictate what our lives should be. We should live in the moment yeah. and, and step outside of ourselves. And also things I've learned from my children of how to be selfish, selfish in the sense that sure. we are caregivers, we are nurturers, we mm. take care of everybody, but we don't take care of ourselves. And right. I think that's important that we start with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, living life to the fullest, living in the moment, in the present, enjoying today, right. not, you know, regretting the past or um, anxious about the future, but being right. in the moment. And um, and yes, we have to be a little bit selfish as well as selfless, like right. a balance, right? A little bit oh, of definitely. A, mm-hmm. definitely. not yeah. not too too of either or, but just kind of like yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Mm hmm. Somewhere in the middle, absolutely. You know, um, I'm finding right now, because I do, I travel between Sydney and America. I have a house, an old historic house in Selma, Alabama, where history was made. And so while I was there, I would walk across that Edmund Pettus Bridge every day, and I felt um, overwhelmed by the feelings of the brave warriors who walked mm-hmm. across that bridge to make it possible for us today to go out and vote. <laughs> right. How important it was that we that we vote and and to let our voice be known. Yeah. Uh, so it's uh, I know I, I I'm just as I said I'm just living in the moment because the past is not we've did we've lived it. There's nothing we can do that about that and we don't really know what the future is going to be, but we mm-hmm. do know what today is. Mm-hmm. And so every day that I wake up, I thank God mm-hmm. for what a beautiful day that that I'm alive and I'm healthy. Right. And right. absolutely. <laughs> and so uh, good to hear about your husband. Your husband being your number one supporter. You know, um, that's you know amazing. Um, how long have you been married? Uh, for well, we've been married for almost ten years. He's Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And uh, I met him 30-something years ago. So more than mm-hmm. husband and wife, we're actually really best friends. Mm-hmm. That's important. So, um, and I think that's good in, in any relationship to be mm-hmm. a person's best friend. Yeah, so absolutely. that's where we are right now. That's good. That's good. Um, I have a husband of... We've been married going on... 13, 14 years, it all blurs, you know, it all blurs, but, um, he's my number one supporter, and, you know, um, if it weren't for him, I'd literally be living under a bridge, because I just can't handle, I can't handle the stresses of life on a normal, on a normal basis, uh, I can be good for a little while, and do things, have a a job, pay bills, etc., but then after a while, it's just like it all collapses mentally for me, and I'm just like, yeah. like I, I yeah. get stuck, and uh, so he takes care of me, um, emotionally and also financially. But right. yeah, I mean, yeah, he's he's my my number one, my uh, well, my best friend. Well, I'm like, pretty strong. I mean, I basically just I'm I'm a good listener. Um, I pay attention to detail. I've done a lot of things. I've, I'm an actress. I'm an okay. author. I'm a sculptress. I love to dabble in metal and, mm-hmm. and create three-dimensional stuff and welding. As a matter of fact, 
I took up a welding class uh, here in Sydney, and I was the only grandmother. He said, Ooh. told me, he said, well, first I was the only woman in the class at that time, <laughs> and the only black woman and a grand. And he said, and we never for sure had a grandmother in a class before. <laughs> but uh, no, so I love doing things. I meant uh, I've tried everything, whether it's uh, making stained glass windows, uh, upholstery, making clothes. Okay. Uh, I like to say I'm a jack of all trades and mm. a master of none. Mm. And I have a lot of first accomplishments. I was a film editor at Universal Studios. Mm -hmm. I was the first black, actually I made, made history there. I was the first black woman to be initiated into the union at the 776 Editors Union on the West and East Coast. And so mm. they called me a twofer. I was, I was a woman and I was black. And <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so, and I and I worked on a. I got to do a lot of uh, features. I worked on uh, the China Syndrome with um, Michael Douglas and Jane Fonda and Jack Lemmon. That was my first feature, and I did a few uh, black films, and I did a lot of television. And then I went on to start my own um, real estate company, okay. which I was the broker of, called. Uh, Emerson Real Estate Services, and so I did very well in that, and um, then of course, as I was telling you about being the first uh, woman in the welding class, and so I, I've, I've done a lot of, lot of firsts, which shows that we women, we can, whatever mm. we put our hearts, our mm. passion, our mind into, we can do. Mm -hmm. We should never let anyone tell us we're, we can't do anything. Yeah. And I think that was always the motivation for me. If you said I couldn't do it, then I would say, what do you mean I can't? And mm -hmm. I would go out. And I always wanted to learn. I always had a, a, an open mind to, mm -hmm. if I didn't know something, I would mm -hmm. ask questions. And also, I didn't mind if I said something wrong, I didn't say it correctly, or I was wrong about something. I took criticism very well, because I thought that's how you really learn, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And uh, so I feel that my life has been so, I mean, I am so blessed mm -hmm. and I am so, so grateful for everything that has come into my life. Mm -hmm. And I want to not only embrace it, but I would like to give back, you know, to anyone, young girls who feel they say, well, you've made a difference in my mm -hmm. life. You, it was because of you that I got into politics or feminism or whatever you know so mm. they feel that somehow i uh, you know I, I made it possible for them but someone else had made it possible for me too so we have to pass that on yeah absolutely that's a beautiful legacy mm -hmm. yeah you're right where can we find the chocolate bunny well the chocolate bunny is on amazon mm -hmm. and uh here in australia it's on booktopia and a couple other other sites, but if you put in Francesca Emerson, because if you just put in Chocolate Bunny, then you get all of these bunny sites. <laughs> but if you say Francesca Emerson, Chocolate Bunny, it'll come up. And um, and I hope you know, as I said, I hope that it, it's. I hope that people will enjoy reading it mm -hmm. as much as I enjoyed writing it, mm -hmm. and I hope that they will take something. They take something away from it that uh, will help them, uh, particularly women, particularly women, because uh, it's geared to women over 50. 
Mm-hmm. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because I just turned like I can't I can't even remember if it was forty one or forty two yeah. this October. Yeah, still so. A baby. <laughs> Well, I don't feel like one, but thank you. That's sweet. (laughs) Um, Tell us, um, so the Chocolate Bunny is on Amazon, and you have your own website? Is that accurate? Uh, Well, if you go, yeah, the website is is called thechocolatebunny.world.com. There we go. Yeah, so you can go in to my website and see all kind of photos and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, so... And I have an Instagram account called okay. The Chocolate Bunny Book. Okay. And I'm on, obviously, as you know, I'm on uh, uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Actually, I have two Facebook accounts, you know, Facebook Francesca Emerson and then The, and then the Chocolate Bunny Facebook. Yeah. So I'm good. So I'm covering all bases here. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what we got to do. We got to get, yeah. get in there, right? <laughs> we do, um, yeah. So that's good. Um, what is one thing you would like to leave the listeners with that they, something that they didn't know about you that, or about the chocolate bunny that you would like them to know? Well, I think that, um, that I, that I, that I'm a mother of three children, that I'm a grandmother of three grandsons, that, um, I have lived a, a full and beautiful life, and I can continue to live my life in the moment. I feel that, as I said before, that I, I'm a really a good listener. I really love people. I embrace, I'm, I, I'm smiling at the world, and hopefully the world is smiling back at me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. With that beautiful face, absolutely. Uh, you, you're you gorgeous. Uh, thank you so, thank much, you so um, much for uh, being you. here. Um, before we go, um, I guess I just want to say, you know, Pink Cloud Nine is a recovery term uh, for um, addiction and mental health recovery, which I've been in for three and a half years. So before three and a half years, I was in a very terrible place, you know, in addiction, not medicated, mental health, run amok, you know, the bipolar, the ADHD, the anxiety, it was just a a mess. And so, you know, three and a half years ago, I decided I was going to um, get well. So that's where Pink Cloud Nine comes from, in case anybody was wondering, or uh, had any like question about that. Um, And so we just like to say, you know, let's be kind to each other. um, Let's support each other. no bullying, no cyber bullying, none of that, you know, ugly stuff. Let's try to make the pl- the world a more beautiful place than, you know, than what it was well, five seconds ago. I didn't know that because interesting you should say that my oldest daughter is schizophrenia. Okay. And I, that's going to be the second half of the book. And I must tell you, living with a mentally challenged mm-hmm. person <laughs> yeah. took, took a, a lot out on me, you know, and, but, um, I'm glad that she's now in a, in a, in a good spot. So, so I understand, I understand about addiction and and mental health and I'm support all, all those kind of programs. So thank you Mm -hmm. for that. Cause I didn't realize what pink cloud meant, but now Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. What, uh, what's the projected time for the second book to come out? Do you know, have an idea? Well, I was hoping maybe, uh, to get it out for Easter. (laughs) (laughs) 
That'd be cool. But okay. I don't know. I don't know yeah. if that's going to happen. That's so just kind of like Easter a... Or maybe next September, which would be Hugh Hefner's birthday. So maybe coming out then. So that might cool. be a better projection for, for book two. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's it's a process. It's a process. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool deal. Well, thank you so much, Francesca Emerson, for being here with the Chocolate Bunny book. And uh, you. you are uh, a beautiful spirit and a beautiful person. And thank you for for your aura and your 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 legacy. Thank you, Catherine, so much. And Merry Christmas to you. Hey. And your group. <laughs> and yeah, and Happy New Year's. Woo. And, and Happy New Year, exactly. <laughs> thank okay, you darling, so much. Thank you so much for this. Mm-hmm.